From online transactions and email to ATMs and voicemail, you probably have to juggle a dizzying number of passwords these days. But are your passwords safe? InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with advice from a top web guru. Roy? Thanks, Chris. Bruce Schneier is one of the world's best-known computer security experts. He writes a widely read blog about computer security issues, and he's also the author of a book called Schneier on Security. Now, you were not involved in this study, but the security firm Imperva.com recently examined 32 million passwords that had been hacked from a major website, and they came up with some pretty interesting results about the passwords that computer users are choosing. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, we get these results every few years that we get a cache of passwords that we can analyze. And what we learn is that most people choose very lousy passwords. One, two, three, four, five, six is common. Password is a common password. Password one is a common password. And a surprisingly large number of accounts can be broken into by trying, you know, the hundred most common passwords. Can you think of any circumstances where a bad password like that would be okay? I have to admit that out of frustration, I've used something similar at times when a company forced me to set up a password just to get support on one of their products, for example. Oh, and that's certainly common. There are lots of times passwords are on accounts and you don't care. For example, the New York Times website requires a password and a username to get some of their back content. You don't care about security there. It's not your problem. So, yeah, choosing an easy-to-remember password like password or 123456 is perfectly reasonable in those examples. Where you want to choose a good password is where your privacy is at stake, like Facebook, or your finance services are at stake, like your bank. I mean, there you want to choose a strong password. But there are lots of times that passwords are just annoyances, and a weak password is the easiest way to solve the problem. Do you think that everyone should have a different password for everything, or is that even practical these days? You should have a different password for everything of value. Right, Your Facebook password shouldn't be your bank password. For that low security or no security password, like the New York Times, having the same one for everybody is great, it's easy, it's convenient, don't even worry about it. But for stuff that matters, your bank account, your social networking sites, your investment account, those should have strong passwords and unique passwords. You know, a lot of sites have different requirements, like, for example, the number of characters, whether you have to use numbers or things like dashes or exclamation points. It can get awfully confusing just to try to remember those because of all those variables. So what kind of suggestions do you have there to remember them? What I tell people to do is to write their passwords down on a small piece of paper. This is often considered bad advice, but I think it is actually real smart. We all know how to secure small pieces of paper. Put it in your wallet with all the other valuable small pieces of paper and keep it there. And that is secure. I mean, if you lose your wallet, you have to change your passwords. But if you lose your wallet, you change your credit cards and everything else anyway. So that's probably a smarter thing to do than choosing bad passwords and hoping you remember them. Alternatively, there are programs. I have something called Password Safe, which is a free utility that allows you to store your passwords on your computer and remember them. Often your browser will store passwords for you. This can be safe depending on how secure your computer is. If you're the only one in your machine in your account, storing some of your passwords in your browser is a good idea. So let's say your Facebook password would be a perfectly reasonable thing to store in your browser, or even your bank password in some circumstances. What kind of tips do you have for people coming up with secure passwords? I know you have one nifty trick for transforming a sentence into a password. Tell us about that. Well, this is the hard problem. I mean, how do you pick a password that's both strong and easy to remember? It's easy to get a strong password, a random string of numbers and letters, but that's hard to remember. 
So what I suggest is you find a sentence. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. And then take the first letter of the sentence, maybe with punctuation, maybe with some uh, substitution of zero for the letter O or L for the letter number one, and making that your password. And that's something that's both secure and because there's a mnemonic, there's a sentence, easy to remember. And any other quick suggestions on securing passwords for the average person? Yeah, the trick really is to recognize which passwords are in your best interest and which passwords are in the company's best interest. And the ones that are in your best interest, it really is important to make them secure. You don't want someone breaking into your Facebook account and trying to trick your friends into sending money to them. You don't want someone breaking into your bank account and withdrawing money. I mean, there it matters. And when it matters, take the time to choose good passwords. You have a good password and don't tell anybody. There's no reason to ever change it. Don't change it every six months. Just make them harder to remember. Got a good password, keep it. Good information. Bruce Schneier, computer security expert, author of the book Schneier on Security. Bruce, where can people find you on the web? I'm easy. I'm Schneier.com, S-C-H-N-E-I-E-R. Well, thanks for joining us on InfoTrack today. Hey, thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That wraps up this week's show. We hope you'll visit us online at TalkZone.com. And join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.